It's time for Catholic Sports Weekly with Will Hampton, the program that looks at area Catholic sports and the positive impact they have on athletes, coaches, supporters, and fans. And now, here's Will Hampton. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. And welcome to Catholic Sports Weekly, the show underwritten by AAA Roofing Company, AAARoofingCompany.com. Well, we're back for one week. Yes, sports has been sidelined, of course, as you know, by COVID-19. Prayers are with everyone who is suffering. The loss of life is devastating. The fear of the unknown, the shutdown, indeed, has been devastating. But one glimmer of hope, if you remember back in April, we had a little thing called the NFL Draft. And everybody who was so locked in and not sure what was next from, not not only the next day, but the next hour of their life, we were able to kind of sit and watch a little bit of normalcy, as normal as it could be, <laughs> for a few days back in April. And it's my pleasure to welcome the Colts general manager, Chris Ballard, to our show here on Catholic Sports Weekly. Chris, welcome to Catholic Sports Weekly. Yeah, thanks for having me. And, and that was a little bit of normalcy, even though I'm sure for you the draft was very strange and very different. Well, I mean, we just adjusted. I mean, like, I mean, I think you know, kind of how we're going to have to do going forward. I mean, uh, you know, we we had to embrace technology probably a lot more than we had in the past. Um, I think anytime you have change or do anything different from the norm, um, it's going to be a little bit unusual. But I'm proud of our our team and, and you know, the things that their ability to pivot um, on a moment's notice and figure it out and figure a way to get the draft done in a produ- highly productive way. Yeah, it, and it was real productive and, and entertaining to watch. More on that in a minute, but first, Chris, just asking you, how, how are you doing? How's your family? Everybody holding up okay? No, we're, we're look, we're blessed. We're, we're very fortunate, you know, to have what we have and to be here in Indianapolis. And, and um, you know, there's a lot of people struggling right now. Um, and, you know, we need to be compassionate and empathetic towards that, um, especially with everything going on in our country right now. Yeah. Um, but it's something that, you know, I do believe we can get through. But I, I do know this. Um, we're only going to get through it together. We're not going to do it divided. Well, I know Tony Dungy had a really powerful statement on Twitter just a couple of days ago where he talked about how faith, is going to play a role in this, that a Christian faith has got to step forward and people have to start leaning on that faith when you consider the Minneapolis and now really a nationwide crisis that we have. Um, and I'm sure with you and your Catholic faith, you're leaning on that a lot with your family, aren't you? Well, absolutely. I mean, look, we've got to have a moral compass, you know, and God gives us that. Uh, it was fine. It was, it was, look, there was a little normalcy getting back to Mass for the first time this week, um, yeah. yesterday. I mean, we had to, we have to get a ticket to go to Mass, and it's a little bit different. Um, the Mass is not quite the same, but still the, the basic concept and fundamentals of, of going back to Mass, um, is important. It's important to us, important to our family. Um, you know, we still participated each week. Um, on TV, but it's not the same. Look, there's a there's a human connection here that I think we all lose sight of. Um, that's important for all of us. We all need some type of human connection, um, and then God does that, and Mass does that. 
so it was great. It was great to get back to at least some some type of normalcy in that in that regard. Yeah, it was. I, I know in our in our place uh, up at Our Lady of Grace in Noblesville, we, um, you know, you, only a certain amount of people are allowed, and wearing the mask is really hard. I've got a son who's got some allergies, and wearing that mask for about forty five minutes is a long time for some people. But you're right. We just it's so <laughs> it's so special to be able to be there and have that contact, see the priest actually, uh, you know, have the consecration right there in front of you again, not on a, on a, on a website or something, but. Um, that that were it was just odd. We were kind of joking about it here, is that I, I sort of lost some of my reverence as I was receiving communion. Though I was hunger hungering, you know, hungering for it for for months, wanting the communion again. But I was so worried about what am I going to do with my mask when I, when I get up there. That it, it, it's a little different, isn't it? We just have to sort of lean on each other and and know that there's no mistake when you're receiving the Lord, right? No, there's not, and and look, there's. I mean, isn't isn't that what makes our faith special? Um, you know, I've always said, you know, how powerful the Eucharist is, and it, you know, to be without it. You think about it. It was in the. You know, we we're about midway through Easter. Um, you know, before Easter. Yeah. So this has been a long run um, for all of us. Um, you know, without being able to celebrate our faith each and every, you know, each and every week. Um, so, no, it was it was good to get back. And, you know, the mask we'll deal with. I, you know, I, I'm not going to lie to you, Will. I've gotten, I'm pretty good about wearing it in public. I do it more out of respect. Um, I do it more out of respect for others yeah. um, than I am, that I'm concerned, um, you know, about getting sick. Um, but more out of respect for other people. And, you know, I just want others to feel comfortable um, that, you know, at least at least we're, you know, we all got to do our part. Um, and that's the only way we're going to get through this is if we're willing to all do our part. And yeah. if that means wearing a mask, then we'll, we'll wear a mask. Yeah, that, that's true. Talking with Chris Ballard, general manager of your Indianapolis Colts, and we, we did talk, mention quickly about the NFL draft, but I noticed your family was kind of in on the shot a little bit, and how different was that, having the family kind of listening to what you were doing and watching what you were doing? Well, that was great, to be honest with you. Um, I mean, look, they sacrificed a lot for us. Uh, we're gone, uh, you know, it probably, it, as we figured out here, gone way too much way more than we need to be gone. Um, and for them to, to actually be a part of it, mm-hmm. um, to watch, you know, watch their father do what he does and be a part of it and, you know, help pull cards and help get set up. Um, that was really special. And I think you, I think you could ask any general manager, or head coach, um, scout, you know, that their family was able to be around. I mean, that's a that's a special, that was a special weekend for all of us, one that we'll all remember. Yeah. I know as fans, fans loved it. They loved to be able to look inside a little bit in your houses and look inside a little bit your family and get a little taste of what, what that's all about. It was funny. Bruce Arians was, what, down on his porch down in Tampa, <laughs> I think. He was, sit- <laughs> he was sitting out by himself. I don't know if you saw that or not, but he was just sitting out on the porch by himself and everybody else was in the house. And <laughs> I think he was poolside. Well, I think we lose sight. We yeah. lose sight of, of, look, I mean, I, mean, I tell our our organization all the time and I tell our group that look, I mean, it's not just you know, there's family every decision we make, um, there's families invo- involved. Um, you know, I know the world 
and I get it. I mean, we're in the wins and loss business here. Um, but every decision you make impacts, um, you know, those families because you make the wrong ones and the wrong choices. And look, we're going to make mistakes. Absolutely. Yeah. We're not. We're imperfect. Um, but families are involved. And I'm glad that, you know, everybody got to see that. It's, it's not just, you know, because the, the, you know, the scrutiny upon our jobs is, is, is very high. And, yeah. you know, we accept that and that's okay. Um, but now there's, you know, to be able to humanize it a little bit more for everybody, um, I think that was good for the game. Yeah, it sure was. A couple things. Uh, football, as far as what's going to happen next, um, I don't know if you even have any insight that you can give us or if you look into a crystal ball. You know, there's talk of, of you know, what's going to happen with training camp, what's going to happen with the games, or are, are they going to be fans at the games? Um, what What do you think is going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> Your case is as good as mine. But I'll say this. I will say this. You know, our league is researching it um, and going to do everything they can uh, to have football back, you know, in the fall. Um, as long as it's, everybody, it's safe for everybody. Yeah. Um, that's our players, our staff. Um, we want it to be safe for everybody. And, and the good thing is, you know, for our league right now is uh, time's on our side. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got time to really evaluate. Um, and put processes in place that keep everybody safe. You know, we're very hopeful. I think everybody's very hopeful. Um, but we'll continue to take it day by day and, and see how this thing goes. Yeah. And, and it will be interesting to see maybe, I don't know, how much communication between the leagues, like what's baseball going to do and what's the NBA going to do. And they've still got a few games and then their playoffs if they're really going to do it. So do you think, will the leagues, or are they already kind of getting together and trying to maybe communicate as to – Okay, what are, what are you thinking? What are you what are you what are you going to do? I know the games are all different with different levels of contact. And um, do you think there's some collaboration going on between the leagues? Well, you know, because I'm not in that position. Um, I've had talks with other GMs and other leagues in baseball and in in basketball, and we've kind of picked each other's brains. But you know, we're not at the even though we're pretty far up on the totem pole, we're not at the top of the totem pole. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they they've communicated. Um, I mean, I think everybody is trying to help each other. You know, try to navigate. You know, what needs to be done and what's the safest avenue uh, for us to be able to get sports back on TV. Yeah. I mean, I think it's. You know, I, I always laugh when people say, "Well, it's just sports," um, but sports is ingrained into the culture of our country, um, and it not only not only from an entertainment standpoint, but also from an economic standpoint. There's a lot of, uh, you know, jobs that are tied, um, and I think people forget that. But, you, you know, you're talking about, you know, maintenance and, and stadium workers and people that sell the tickets and people that sell the food. Um, there's a lot of economic impact that happens upon every city mm-hmm. where they have a professional sports team. Yeah. Um, so it's it's bigger than just the entertainment value um, that we all need. Uh, you know, there's also an economic uh, component to this too for each city. Yeah, there sure are. And I know just watching it on TV, it was fun to beat Peyton or see Peyton Manning beat Tom Brady in, in golf. <laughs> that was fun. I watched always, that on TV always, last week. Yeah, it's always good. To, <laughs> it's always good to beat the Patriots. 
Yeah. Hey, real you know, quickly. I got to let you go. I know, but I got to get your opinion on, on Philip Rivers, a good Catholic man with nine kids <laughs> coming into Indianapolis. And I know us here at Catholic Radio are excited to see Philip Rivers as a quarterback of the Colts. He's a, he's a good man, first off. And I think that's something a lot of people don't know. Well, look, he is. <laughs> the city's funny because, uh, and look, I guess all sports cities are because there's a competitive, you know, there's a competitive um, you know, spirit, you know, when you're, you know, when you're playing another team. Yeah. Um, and Philip, as long as he's been in, you know, San Diego and now L.A., um, he had some early in his career. I know he had big games here and beat India in the playoffs a couple, you know, you know, one time that kind of spurned some hatred towards him. But I, I, I'm going to tell you this. This city has no idea the type of man that they're about to bring in to our community. We're very lucky and fortunate. Uh, and he is. He's a very strong Catholic. He lives his faith. Um, and, you know, we couldn't be more excited uh, to get Philip in town. As a matter of fact, he, you know, I, I think he's moving here soon. He's been itching at the bit uh, to get to Indianapolis. And not only not only from a football perspective, but from a community perspective, so he can get him and his family ingrained into our community. Yeah, we're excited to have Philip Rivers uh, as a member of our community. That's for sure. Well, we didn't really even get a chance to talk draft and stuff, but I don't want to tie you up too much. I know it just looks like the team got better. I'm excited about Michael Pittman, excited about Jonathan Taylor, and, of course, everybody is about DeForest Buckner. It's going to be an interesting uh, new Colts look, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's going to be fun. And, and, look, we've added not only to the young players that we had that, you know, we think are really good players, we've, you know, we've added to them not only from a talent perspective, um, guys that we think are really talented, but also from a cultural standpoint, fit what we do, uh, fit organizationally what we want, and also, you know, fit the city um, in terms of the character and type of men we want to bring into our building. And I think yeah. that's important. I've always I've said it from the get-go. I think that's important. Um, and it's going to be fun to watch these guys grow when they come together, watch them grow together, you know, as a team and compete. And, and look, I mean, we want to make – we. Not only as a team, we want to make this city proud, but on the way we do it, the way we win, uh, we want to make this city proud. I think we will. Yeah. Well, Chris Ballard, thank you so much for joining us here on Catholic Sports Weekly. We wish you the very best the rest of the, the rest of the summer. Enjoy yourself. All right. Thank mm-hmm. you, Will. I appreciate y'all having me on. All right. That's Chris Ballard. We're back with more Catholic Sports Weekly after this. Catholic Sports Weekly is underwritten by AAA Roofing Company, where they offer full-service professional roofing, including repairs and maintenance. They're a fourth-generation, family-owned business, equipped, trained, and uniquely qualified to serve your roofing needs. Using a professional roofer protects your roof, your building, and your investment. Information about AAA Roofing is available at 317-635-2928 or at www.aaaroofingcompany.com. There are three kinds of cars. New cars, used cars, and then those other cars. You know, the ones that are probably best off if they were donated to Catholic Radio Indy. If you've got one of those cars, it's simple and easy to donate them. We'll even tow it away for you. Just visit our website, catholicradioindy.org, and click on the Donate Your Car button. Or you can call us at 317-870-8400, and we can get the process going for you. 
We're back on Catholic Sports Weekly, underwritten by AAA Roofing Company. Well, COVID-19 hit everybody hard, but it really hit uh, CYO uh, really hard. Lost a lot of revenue, uh, lost sports, the revenue, of course. Camp also uh, has been in, in trouble this year for CYO. And it's my pleasure to welcome the executive director of the CYO, Bruce Cyphers, on board. And I, I guess that's to say it lightly, right, Bruce, that, that uh, this COVID-19 has hit you guys pretty hard. Uh, yeah, you're very accurate in, in, in sharing that, and it's a pleasure to be with you here, Will. Uh, yeah, we, we lost uh, over $150,000 by not having spring sports or spring camp activities, and then another 100000 by not having camp at least through June, and, and camp in July is even in, in question. But, uh, you know, no, no June camp was another $100,000. So just in the last three months alone, we were looking at a loss of over $250,000 of, of, of revenue, and uh, that that hurts. You know, we every year we try to subsidize and help families in need. Uh, last year we, we uh, subsidized over $125,000 to help families uh, send their kids to, to camp and, and participate in CYO sports. And then we have uh, another 70000 plus that, that we uh, subsidize in our inclusion program to assist. Uh, last year we had uh, right at 150 young people with special needs attend camp, and it, it's just awesome. We're so happy to be able to do that. But uh, the, the monies that we have, have used to, to fund and, and help families in need, we're, we're, we're struggling right yeah. now uh, you know, through, through, through this loss. I know CYOArchND.org is the best place to go to get involved, to donate. But I know you, Coach, uh, Bruce Cypress, Executive Director of the CYO, is with us. And, you know, this is like you being behind 14 to, you know, 10 at halftime. You're, you're going to have to make some adjustments and find a new way to raise money and go to work and help those kids. And that's what you're Absolutely. doing, right? You've got a four-point plan, right, to make this thing happen. We do. We do. And uh, the, the first thing that uh, we, we, we worked with, I, I actually wrote a book. Uh, it's called True Impact. 25 short stories and insights that inspire transformational leadership, and it focuses on, on just all of us, our, our leaders, uh, every day, and the influence that we have on others. Uh, leadership, very simply, uh, in its simplest form, is, is influence. And so in that, that capacity, you know, all of us, regardless of age or sex or uh, what we do for a living, we're all leaders. And this book just talks about uh, you know, how to be the, the, the type of leader that, that God created us to be. And, and uh, I'm donating all the proceeds from the book uh, back to CYO, uh, and uh, we would love for you. I think uh, you would enjoy reading the book, uh, and, and we're selling the books for $20. Uh, it's, it's a pretty fast read. It's uh, just over 100 pages, uh, maybe a little more than what you'd normally pay for a book that size. But, again, this is a, a fundraiser, and... and uh, uh, we're offering that uh, uh, to you. Uh, a second piece that we're working on is our CYO Summer Sports Palooza Challenge. Uh, it's uh, kind of four fun family activity challenges really designed for, for families uh, and, and kids and, and older uh, folks, uh, veteran folks of, of all ages, uh, to get up and moving and, and participate in these four activities. Um, the cost is $30 per family. Uh, you keep track of your scores in these four activity-related uh, uh, challenges, if you will, and send those in to CYO, and we will post the top scores, and, and everybody, uh, every family gets a CYO decal and, and a certificate of participation and so forth. So that's kind of our, our uh, second uh, uh, 
plan of, of, of uh, trying to generate some, some activity for families here during uh, the lockdown time, but uh, also then raise a little uh, uh, to help our revenue situation. Uh, the third piece, Will, is, is our Sam Kuntz corporate sponsorship kind of partnership program uh, where businesses can partner with us uh, $2,000. This is obviously a much more significant amount. Uh, but for that amount, uh, the business name is, is running across a constant banner on our website. Uh, our, our website gets over a million hits per year. Uh, along with that, uh, the business name, uh, you're running across banners at all of our fundraising events. Uh, and, and maybe uh, best of all, the, the Som Kuntz uh, partnership boards that go in over 50 gymnasiums at our CYO uh, gyms across the archdiocese. Uh, and so, yeah, that, you know, there is a little bit of a cost there, but I think it's a pretty good value, uh, marketing value for, uh, you know, the, the exposure that a business can get. Uh, and then, uh, finally, the fourth uh, way is, is, you know, simply to donate to CYO or CYO Camp from our website. Uh, as you mentioned earlier there, Will, our website is cyoarchindy.org. Um, you know, uh, you can donate uh, just by going to the website, and, and uh, we would love to sit down uh, for, for, uh, for a one-on-one -on -one meeting for those who potentially would be interested in, in maybe larger donations or in endowment opportunities. Um, and, and, yeah, we're trying to be creative here and, and appeal to people. Uh, again, over the years, we've served over uh, 2 million young people and uh, their families, and, and we're, I guess, making an appeal to... To, to help us out so that we can continue to do that and continue to support the families who, who need that financial support, and, and including the, the inclusion program for children with special needs. So uh, that's our appeal. Well, I know that a lot of guys like me that are sitting out here, and we, we can think of what CYO meant to us. Uh, maybe and, and people who have been around Indianapolis all their lives, maybe they were CYO athletes and then they became a CYO coach and and now they own a business somewhere <laughs> and it's time to to maybe look back and say you know what I'd like to help CYO if I can right now CYOarchindy.org and a lot of people listen to our program they they would maybe rather call a phone number is what's a best phone number maybe to reach you or someone in your staff um, uh, that potentially if someone is interested in more information. Or perhaps you know maybe want to make a donation over the phone. How, what's the best number to call? Absolutely, uh, area code three one seven, of course, and then six three two nine three one one six three two nine three one one is our office phone number, and we would be more than happy to chat with uh, anyone who would be willing to partner with us. And all these initiatives, uh, the goal, of course, is is to reach more families get more kids involved and i love your mission i mean your mission is simply to get kids to heaven period right absolutely yeah we we have talked a lot about that that uh you know of all the different things uh opportunities and activities that we uh try to present to families uh, at the end of the day our number one job at cyo is is to do exactly that will to help the young people we serve get to heaven and uh, you know we, we hope that we're able to do that in, in fun, uh, in, in different ways, whether it's at, uh, athletics or camp or our chess club or music contest, vocal and instrumental or science fair, just a lot of neat things I think we try to offer for kids. But, yeah, to your point, uh, our, at the end of the day, we want to help our young people get to heaven. No, we only have about uh, two. Yeah, definitely the goal. In about two minutes here, the book, 
title is True Impact cyoarchindy.org. I know you can go right on the website and buy it right there on the on the website. Give me a quick, you know, minute, 30 second or whatever elevator speech as to what someone might get out of this book. Um it it, it I think focuses, you know, through 25 short stories, just kind of different examples and, and uh thought-provoking uh illustrations of 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 things kind of in our everyday life, you know, ways that we can can influence others in a positive way, again, uh, in a way that, that Christ would, would want us to influence others. And when we do that, our leadership truly becomes transformational. You know, it can change lives for the better. And so that's, that's the gist of the book. Yeah, and, and it's, a, it's a good read, I would imagine. Like you said, it might be something you can read in a couple of days, correct? Yes. Again, it's just over a hundred pages. So, uh, in, in, you know, split into twenty-five short stories. So, you know, each each chapter is two or three um, uh, pages, and, and they go pretty quick. And, and uh, those who have read it uh, have have uh, told me that uh, several of those stories have really touched their heart, and, and uh, they can relate to them, and, and very thought-provoking. So. Uh, we feel good about that. How soon do you think uh, there might be some activity again? Uh, do you hope to have football this fall? And what are some of the steps that have to happen for that to happen for CYO? Yes, uh, you know, like like every other, you know, the high schools and colleges, and obviously the pro sports. You know, we're we're looking for uh, clearance, and, and uh, yeah, we we hope that our fall uh, seasons, volleyball and, and uh, cross country and football and. In all of those sports, uh, you know, as I think as we get in uh, closer to the month of July, and uh, hopefully, uh, you know, we, we meet all the criteria that the Board of Health uh, wants wants us to meet, and in state re- regulations and so forth. But yeah, we're, we're moving forward as if uh, all of our fall sports seasons are going to start on time, and, and uh, we're praying, hoping, and praying that, that that's what happens, both for uh, health and safety of our, our community, but uh, you know, also so that our young people can be involved in these these wholesome activities well it means so much doesn't it to be able to be involved and around your friends and the leadership qualities that you gain are so important oh absolutely yeah life-changing activities for these young people and uh uh, yeah the friendships uh the uh connections that they make uh and and again just family family time that uh that they get to spend is is uh priceless well bruce thank you for all you do and and Bruce Cyphers, Executive Director of the CYO. Again, the website cyoarchindy.org. cyoarchindy.org. Bruce, thank you very much. Well, always a pleasure to talk with you, and thanks for having me today. All right. We're back with more Catholic Sports Weekly after this. Catholic Sports Weekly is underwritten by AAA Roofing Company, where they offer full-service professional roofing, including repairs and maintenance. They're a fourth-generation, family-owned business, equipped, trained, and uniquely qualified to serve your roofing needs. Using a professional roofer protects your roof, your building, and your investment. Information about AAA Roofing is available at 317-635-2928 or at www.aaaroofingcompany.com. And welcome back as we close out this week's edition of Catholic Sports Weekly. Actually, we'll end it for the summer, and then uh, we hope to be back again this fall, and and we'll keep talking sports as sports continue to open. There's a lot of unanswered questions at this point, but uh, we'll be praying and we'll be hoping, because it is special to be able to get together. Uh, Like Bruce Seifer said, one of our guests, it's just a, a great way to be together, to live together, 
the leadership qualities and all of that. We need sports. We really do. So we really appreciate you listening. Thanks again to Bruce Cyphers and also Chris Ballard, our guest this week. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time right here on Catholic Sports Weekly. You've been listening to Catholic Sports Weekly with Will Hampton, the program that looks at area Catholic sports and the positive impact they have on athletes, coaches, supporters, and fans. Join us each Tuesday and Friday afternoon here on Catholic Radio for Catholic Sports Weekly.